Good morning. Good morning. Hey, listeners, I'm Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we're, we're going to do Daredevil. to the end of Miller, but not quite. We've got three more episodes of Miller. Yeah. Miller. Miller. Um, this is a fun episode because we get to deal with some Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, yeah. Very brief appearances in the Fantastic Four of, of Daredevil. Right. And also um, the Defenders. Yes, again, Defenders. With the ever-changing rotation of, mm-hmm. of uh, crew or cast members, yeah. crew members, superhero uh, team members. Yeah. Every roster. The, roster, the, yeah. The shift in roster. The, sh- of the, the shifting defend- roster. The nice thing about the Defenders appearance is that it kind of ties up an earlier one that we mentioned here, maybe last episode or a couple of episodes ago, where mm-hmm. it just kind of ended abruptly with... Uh, Matt Murdock gassed in a ballroom and right. celebrated a, a, a legal win for um, uh, Richmond, whatever his name is, uh, Kyle yeah. Richmond. D- Darkhawk. Darkhawk. Yeah. Darkhawk, whose powers change every yeah. every time I read that book, he has six yeah. new powers. Do you have any idea how he got in the wheelchair? Uh, nope. Nope, me neither. Nope. <laughs> it only All happens right. at night, though, or day, or th- I have no idea. What? <laughs> <laughs> there was a throwaway line in the issue where he said, that, you know, you, you, you got something you, you stronger in that tea, Jamie? Yeah, <laughs> uh, honey. It's a uh, locally sourced honey. Um, and we're also going to cover, a, gonna a, cover a, some, a couple Daredevil titles. A couple of Daredevils. Uh, yeah, Daredevils we're gonna from cover, the yeah. titled series. Uh, we're going to cover the uh, issues 183 to 185, which are two uh, a two-parter, which was originally planned as a single... Um, actually, it was, it was planned to be published a long time ago, um, uh, way back in issue. Uh, this was before uh, the whole Electra. Yeah, one sixty-seven was when it was. Uh, it was just after the Hulk, I think, right. um, or just before the Hulk. But it was planned to be in there, um, and uh, it was pulled because of some questions about the comics code, it, the guidelines of the comics code. It, Which it is really surprising to me that they were able to put this stuff in here because I feel like today, if the comics code was, if it still had the exact same standards. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like, you know, kids ODing and stuff. It's 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 pretty it's pretty dark and adult. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it's there's some grim stuff coming up and the Punisher's in there, which is always yeah. it's the first meeting of the Punisher in right. Daredevil. Um, and, and we should mention too that uh, Roger McKenzie co writes with Frank Miller. He's credited as the co writer or the co plotter of the first one because they took yeah. it from that earlier story before he was off the book. Mm-hmm. Um, um and then uh, what was the other the other issue was that crazy one where uh, Foggy's the guts yeah 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 that, 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 that was kind of a fun one that, yeah yeah but the now here's here's a, the, listen I I'm just gonna say this about Miller because everyone loves him and every, and you know it's 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 I think it's easy to um, to overlook the the problems in his books. Um, and at this stage, he was getting a lot of pushback from readers, uh-huh. and um, people were saying that like a lot of his characters were caricatures. Um, some of the stories were a little goofy. Um, he was kind of losing interest. I'd read a lot of interviews where he said that after the Electra story, he wanted to do a story about um, Matt Murdock traveling America and, and kind of giving it all up because we had that great breakdown moment in the mm-hmm. previous issue where... Mm-hmm. 
uh, he digs up the body and, and kind of, you know, is, is struggling to come to terms with the fact that he's one, his first true love is, is dead. And um, this, these, these issues are so out of place almost. Yeah. And there's so many things that like the, the pacemaker part of the storyline mm-hmm. bugs me now. And oh, I remember yeah, when yeah. I was oh. a kid, I read it and I was like, oh, that's amazing. What a great, this is like a great twist. Now I'm just like, eh, pacemaker's tick. Well, I, that's so funny. I was actually thinking about this this morning, Jamie. <laughs> I, I usually like to uh, go re-go through all of mm-hmm. the issues just really quickly before we start the podcast, just yeah. to refresh it in my mind. And, and uh, I, I saw that part. And I, the whole time I was thinking, there's absolutely no way that Daredevil could not tell that he had a pacemaker. Yeah, absolutely. There's there's absolutely no way. Yeah, but for the the Marvel no prize approach, maybe because he's had this breakdown, he's off his game a little bit, yeah. and that's why he's a little wonky. This is before his senses got messed up. Yeah, because his senses get messed up in the very next issue. Yeah, so I don't know. He should have known. And I I'm starting to think that the senses messed up thing is like a real lazy uh, riot approach. How to reintroduce stick and uh, it's and I hand. think it's a way of like I've run out of ideas of something yeah. to do with this character, so I'm just gonna it, have his senses mess up, right? And it's funny that you mentioned this because I also too feel like you know the storytelling has shifted a little bit, yeah, and it's not as crisp and clean as it was before. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I don't know, I, I, I'm thinking because at this time too, um, uh, Frank Miller stops doing the pencils, yeah, and solely focuses on writing. And you would think that somebody who is taking more time with writing and, mm-hmm. you know, you know, maybe that things would improve or yeah. at least stay on the same level. But the fact that it's we, we kind of feel like it's shifting downwards yeah. and he's not doing the pencils either. Maybe he's just sort of given up on the title or, or yeah. he's, he's ready to move on because, you know, he's like, I told my lecture story that, you know, and. And you know I'm I'm good to go, and yeah, you know, it does feel like that a little bit. Let, let the paychecks keep coming in. Mm-hmm. And having said that, there's still some really awesome mm-hmm. stuff that happens, and we don't want to take away Absolutely, from that because yeah. yeah, he's got some really cool scenes. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I definitely noticed that too, Jamie. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm glad it wasn't just me because I thought, no, I I had this moment where it's like you know, got a cold. It's kind of <laughs> rainy in Los Angeles, and I was like, oh no, am I down on on Miller because I'm in a bad mood or something? But no, I think this yeah. is like the definite down downturn. Right. There's also a lot of, uh, I read a great article in one of the comics journals from back then where one of the, the writers there, I can't remember his name, I'm so sorry, but he was talking about like the absurdity of the, the presentation of the drugs and the storyline and how like PCP and it, it's, it's very, it's very, I can't tell if the story's been washed down so much that it becomes like a, um, one of those Saturday morning cartoon kind of things, mm. approaches to it. Or if it's like that was Mackenzie's fingerprints all over it, or if Miller has just given up at this stage. Because, you know, again, this is, we've had that great run, we've had that great period, the great storyline with mm-hmm. Electra in the last couple of issues. And then we have two issues from an old story that was buried a while ago that just have been dragged up. Mm-hmm. That he's not, you know, the, the, and like you said, he's, he's not doing any of the artwork now. It's all um, Klaus Jensen, who's excellent, he, by the way. He does a couple, he does the first part of the series. Right? That's right, yeah. Guess, yeah. Um, and, um, and you know, the gut storyline, which is kind of a throwaway story that just mm-hmm. becomes more relevant because of the ending. But right. anyway, we should start talking about them rather than our feelings yeah, about yeah, them. Yeah. And <laughs> um, do you want to start with The Defenders, Fantastic Four, or Daredevil? I think the Fantastic Four are so throwaway that we can do that okay. after. We can start with the Defenders. Okay, cool. That'd be cool. That's, that sounds good. Um, yeah. So when I read this, 
it w- it was one of those typical cases where I was like, dang it, we're starting mid storyline. Yeah. That's um, how all defenders. Yeah, that's how <laughs> we're starting. Every comic we're then. starting mid storyline, which means you know I'm not going to know anything that's going on. But of course, they do a really good job of the the, the quick little sum up. Yeah, and, they recap it really well. Yeah, and it turns out the the defenders have been um, captured. Uh, at this point, we've got Captain America. No, he's he's dark. He's not part of the defenders. He's just in with the. Defenders. Yeah, he's sorry. Yeah, he's yeah. in with the, he's in with the defenders. But you have Dark um, Hawk, you have Valkyrie, Valkyrie uh, uh, Gargoyle, and uh, Hellcat. Hellcat, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who's the other? Who's this guy right here? Who's that dude? That's Nighthawk. Is that Nighthawk? Yeah. yeah that's oh, okay. Carl Richman with his. Oh, okay. Yeah. With his his winged. Winged, winged gla- head glasses things. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, they're, they're kidnapped because uh, there's this big mastermind plot going on where uh, they, they, <laughs> it's they, great. They, it's they so want they <laughs> they kidnapped all the uh, not all of them because they're not all there, but they kidnapped no. a lot of people that have psychic yeah. abilities, and, mm-hmm. and their whole intention is to have them psych. It's psych- like a psychic. Like, they're going to create a psychic uh, weapon w- of mass destruction. Right to take out the USSR in yes. one fail swoop. They're going to mind storm the the, the, the uh, Soviet Russia and make everybody just... I don't. It, it doesn't say overtly that they're going to kill them, but it basically puts them in like this catatonic state. Uh, and right. everybody, you know, man, women, children, they even make a point of mentioning that it's everybody. Which, everybody, right. Yeah. All um, of Russia, bye-bye. Yeah, yeah. so they've, they've kidnapped... They've got a bunch of uh, heroes that they use. That, that that group of heroes, along with um, Captain America, who they're using as batteries to power the mm-hmm. the, the psionic chamber. Um, and, and they've got Carl uh, Richmond is there to keep an eye on his psychic friend or right. girlfriend. I wasn't quite sure. I never. I, I yeah. didn't quite get the idea. But um, isn't that weird that, that he was kidnapped just to make sure she stays in line? Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so he's kind of just wandering around this this uh, base and under he could, the Colorado. Yeah, and, and, he's, and see, I was confused because he's walking. Yeah. And but before he was in a wheelchair, I yeah. I, I don't get it. So so <laughs> so anyways, Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing sense or doing through his meditation, figures yeah. out. You know, he he you know he gets an understanding of what's going on. So he gets he, blasted with a a, a mind he, wave, and he says, you know, someone was trying to intrude my mind. And right, so he does a massive call out, um, and uh, he he defenders dis- dissemble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he calls. He's getting a group together so they can mm-hmm. go save uh, their their lot their captured comrades. And, mm-hmm. These people include uh, Damien Hellstrom. Yeah, the first son of the son, Satan. son of Satan. Yep. Uh, Beast. And yep. and then it just so happens that while he's calling those two, that Daredevil happens to be looking for Doctor Strange as well. Yeah. Because he had like his radar sense had sensed that something yeah. was 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 wrong. Yeah. So and he, he also mentions that like in the previous uh, a few issues ago in the Defenders, he had been uh, knocked unconscious. Yeah, when so he's they trying to get some an- Yeah, group. he's trying to get some answers. Yeah. So he said, you know, I the, the, I woke up in my bed. Um, I had no memory of what happened other than I had this great meal after we'd won this legal battle. Um, but then I felt like something was wrong. And he goes to Doctor Strange. He, he almost collides with the beast because he's lost mm-hmm. in thought. And uh, they go in, they see Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange mind melds with him, um, finds out who he is, 
which I don't know if he knew before. I know. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Sometimes the editors don't really realize what's going on in the series, so yeah. it's kind of funny. Like, I want to see if this ends up coming back to the next time we see them together. Yeah. If there's any type of banter between the two of them. Uh-huh. And, and I guess we hear the inner dialogue of um, Doctor Strange, and he talks about, oh, it's, it's Matt Murdock. He doesn't know that I know that he is yeah. Daredevil. And yeah. it'll be interesting to see uh, if, yeah. if they keep that. I thought that was neat, and it makes perfect sense that Doctor Strange could do that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's awesome. That's one of those situations where, like, when Daredevil doesn't know that Peter Parker's Spider-Man, yeah. but then he can recognize people's heartbeats, and it's yeah. like, it, you know, come on, he should know. Yeah, and it's so, very, it's very blurry as to when he finds out that he's Spider-Man, <laughs> and he, they, they find out each other's identities. But it yeah. definitely happens because later on they're just like blatantly like, yeah. "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go see Peter. I mean, uh, Spider. I mean, Peter." So um, it's kind of fun. So, uh, so, so yeah, that's where we get the great recap. Yeah, and, and I like how they all travel to go. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they jump on a on chariot. A, on, yeah, Hellstrom's, uh, Hellstrom's chariot. Which are dragged by, um, what are the horses? Names? I can't remember. The three horses Hel- that, are, that are different colors. Hecate and Eamon. And Eamon. Um, they don't mention the third one, but they do have Hecate, Eamon, and, oh, Seti. Seti. Or Set, yeah. yeah Set. So you got you got Beast, Hellstrom, and, and uh, Daredevil all riding on the chariot, and yeah. uh, Doctor Strange is kind of flying back flying. behind them. They're flying to the... the Colorado uh, Rockies, because underneath the mountain is a base where they're planning this secret attack. And they have a series of soldiers that are dressed as uh, Roman centurions for some reason, Um, which was great, I think. It's it's, uh, (laughs) random. I mean, come on. Like in all of these early stories, I mean, we're in the early 80s now, but... Like like all these stories, like the the goons, they're always dressed in the weirdest outfits. Yeah, it's like where do they get these? <laughs> How do you hire people and tell them yeah. that's what you want them to dress like without them going? You know what? Yeah, <laughs> they must pay really good uh, rates or dental or something. But um, was, that's where we meet the guy who's planning the whole thing. Who's yeah. uh, um, what's his name? Uh, Masters, um, something Masters. And, and he'd go, he go. He basically gives you the entire overview. How why he's got this group together because he's done a series of tests. Um, he talks about how he uh, they they were doing all of these psionic testing uh, pre operations, and they had a guy that created a Nazi uh, uh, cult, uh, weird reality warp where everyone was Nazis, and that's when they discovered that Captain America could withstand them, so they wanted him for a battery. And then um, you see the previous issues. was that what we had read before. No, I don't think it was. I think that was something else. I think that was okay. the other organi- That was one of these many uh, Nazi organizations, enemy organizations mm. that were trying to. Um, so you find out all the stuff that tells you that they're, you know, how they're working, what their plan is, and then he reveals that the whole idea is to wipe out uh, Soviet Russia, mm-hmm. and that's when it, 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 it's World War Three. World War Three, yeah. yeah, but with but mental with, powers, yeah, with, kind and, of and men, men stare at goats kind yeah. of approach of. And 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 uh, he says it's the war to end all wars. Yeah, we've never heard that. Before. Never heard that before. But what's interesting is if you take out an entire country, mm-hmm. like like if they took out all of Russia, yeah, then there's no one left from the country to defend themselves. Yeah, and and I don't think very many other countries would be like, well, we should. Um, Let's get involved. Yeah, let's get involved. To well, kinda, that's, yeah, he mentions, know. he says, you know, all of the other <laughs> communist countries will fall in step because yeah. they don't want the same thing. To yeah, exactly. To so we'll take, we're taking out Russia, we'll take out China and uh, I guess back then uh, Cuba. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great. So 
so so our our team of heroes who are trying to save the day, you know, yeah. Beast, Hellstrom, um, Doctor Strange, and Daredevil, they land where it's supposed to be, and and Daredevil does that whole, you know, which we he did the last, not maybe not the last time, but another time that he was with, well, I guess, the Avengers at that point. That's he, right, yeah, where with he the puts X-Men, with yeah, Magneto. oh, with the X Men, that's right, uh-huh. oh, yeah. So he puts his head on the ground and and hears or uses his senses or whatever to yeah. understand that okay, we are brought to this spot because they're actually underground, yeah. And yeah, Hellstrom's getting frustrated because he can't yeah. sense anything. Yeah, he his, can't uh, with his demonic powers. So he uses his uh, pitchfork and uh, his trident and and uh, <laughs> and uh, tries to break through the ground to to get the the heroes uh, in. Yeah. And and he can't do it. And we find out that the whole floor, like this whole building, yeah. has a roof made out of is it antimonium or vibranium. I can't remember. It's adamantium. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, you ima- which is expensive. Th- guys. Not only is it expensive, it's supposed to be hard to come by. Yeah, how the heck did they build how an did entire? They get into Wakanda and empty. No, no, no. antimantium is not from Wakanda. Is it not? Is that vibranium? Oh, vibranium. Okay. Sorry, no, it's it's okay. Um, but but it's just funny to me. Like that stuff is supposed to be so scarce that they yeah. build this. In, I mean, and, and when you're looking at the inside, it's at least the size of. It's huge. Yeah, it's underneath like the rock a, is. It's like Madison Square Garden at least. Yeah, and to have that entire thing built with uh, adamantium. Yeah, I think wow. there's uh, maybe the American government has a secret stash of adamantium. <laughs> they just, they've been they holding. Do. They've been holding. That's what's underneath uh, Fort Knox is the adamantium reserves. Um, and then we go back in, and uh, they they get, the alarms go off because they've been trying to blast their way through. Yeah. So they send out four Roman centurions to, <laughs> to scour the area. And then this is where Doctor Strange comes in. He uses his powers here to, to create an illusion that they're also members of the group. So the yeah. four of them walk back in. And this is goofy. They go in yeah, and they give the report. <laughs> and one guy goes, excuse me, sir, uh, I sent out four. There's eight people here. Yeah. Um, I think something's not <laughs> right. <laughs> so they do a roll call rather than just saying, like, I mean, Eight isn't that many people. <laughs> <It's right. Yeah. laughs> you can you can see. Um, and then basically, but they come up with a plan that the beast is going to create a distraction. So he turns back into his beast form um, and runs away, and they chase after him, and that gives the other three enough time to sneak off. Um, they all have their own missions, yeah. uh, and and uh, how they're going to save the day. And and unfortunately, Doctor Strange is taken out first mm-hmm. because some people realize that uh, someone whacks him with a blackjack. Yeah, <laughs> that he doesn't belong there. And when that happens, unfortunately, it makes the other heroes lose their protective, uh-huh. um, their protective illusion, uh, illusion, illusion, uh, illusion of clothes. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Hellstrom is. Uh, we see him first. He, he sees Carl uh, Richmond walking, and he tries to talk to him, but Carl Richmond's in like a daze and and walking through the halls of this this incredible adamantium structure and um pushes him to one side and then that's when he's the illusion breaks and he's surrounded by guards it's 10 against one and he points out that the odds are definitely in his favor his favor i, I love that uh, <laughs> and he takes him out pretty quickly uh, then we see um uh, daredevil. daredevil yeah and of he course f- he gets the farthest yeah he gets the furthest he finds the battery of heroes that are being used to power the psionic chamber uh beast sneaks in as well and uh, that's when the illusion breaks and Daredevil and Beast get surrounded and basically Daredevil creates a diversion so Beast can break into the battery to see if there's a way of breaking out the heroes. Um, and he does okay. He holds his own for a while, but then he gets zapped pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. 
And while this is going on, Be- Beast uh, just kind of lifts up part of the yeah, device. Beast breaks and, a few machines, climbs yeah, through a few. Climbs through and he sees the, the, the ball of heroes yeah. inside the ball. The snow globe of the heroes. The snow globe of heroes. Um, then uh, Carl Richmond goes into the room where Doctor Strange is on the floor and a couple of the guards are in there and they're like, uh, what are you doing wandering around? You uh, Get out of here before you get back in your wheelchair or something. It's kind of a, what is the line? It's kind of, this is where I, I thought, oh, maybe it's some... Uh, yeah, one of them says, get lost before we get angry and blow your head off. And then the other one says, yeah, the sun's going to be coming up soon and your daytime paralysis is going to set in. So it's a daytime thing when it's nighttime. When did this happen? I couldn't even tell you what his powers are right now. In well, fact, yeah. in the next panel, <laughs> in the next panel, he zaps them with his eyes. <laughs> with his eyes. Which, no, no, no. He does not. Take a look a closer look at Oh, the it's panel. with his brain. His with eyes his glow brain. and then his eye, and then he zaps them with his brain with and his knocks brain. them both out. And then he sets he he create <laughs> he uh, sets the always ever present uh, self destruct for the whole yeah. building, which is why would you build that? <laughs> why would you right. put that in here? Um, so he sets it and he basically says that here's what happened. Masters comes in at that point and he says, I'm going to fill you in now, Masters, which is kind of handy because I was confused. Yeah, um, I think we all were, James. Yeah, and he says, you, you know, even though you're controlling the, the the psychic group, their subconsciousness was still working against you. You couldn't mm-hmm. detect that. They were using me as a puppet to get here. They worked out what the self-destruct system, what the self-destruct code was. So I was able to set it, and we're blowing the whole building yeah, up. We're but gonna... but not only are we blowing up the building, that includes the psychics that are... Yeah, they, they can't leave. They can't leave, so and they're, they're going to sacrifice themselves yep. so that way their powers can never be used to blow up Russia or to ever you know do something yeah, like no, this not again. Not take out any communist countries. And, and Doctor Strange is just like, no, you, you can't do that. There's got to be a way to save all these very... I mean, come on, he has psychic power, so yeah. like we got to save all these psychics. And, yeah, and, and, and Kyle Richmond even says, says, I've got to stay behind as well because yeah. we have to have a human anchor for yeah. them, otherwise... They, uh, uh, what's his face masters could turn off the self-destruct and it's all for naught mm-hmm. um and and he says you know you you don't have to sacrifice yourself there has to be another way and he says this is this is the way that you would do it so this is what i'm gonna right do. and he takes out doctors doctor strange tries to stop him and, yeah, and, and just, kyle just like shoots him when now he's got some hand, he's got hand hand blasters <laughs> or whatever and and and, and, he, and he shoots him and uh yeah. ends up um, pushing him out of the door before he, he closes it to yeah. trap him out so doctor strange creates a teleportation spell or conjures a teleportation spell and gets all of the heroes out that aren't working to kill themselves to save the world. Yeah, um, and it's kind of uh, Kyle Richmond basically says to Masters, "You're not going anywhere. You're staying till the end. So you're going to see this through." So they they try to get rid of like the alarm goes off, all the Roman centurions run, uh, the heroes get teleported away, and Masters Richmond and the psychics they're all dead. Blow up. Is this the is this the end of of Darkhawk? I don't know. We don't I know. guess he comes back because, yeah. uh, well, I don't know. No, no, I really don't know. Nobody is ever really dead in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, Except for... I have no... It's so weird that he got all these powers because before he was just a guy that wanted to be a superhero. Remember yeah, that, remember that way back in like Daredevil something? when he was something? buzzing Daredevil yeah. to annoy him and yeah. to fake solving crimes just so he could get some adoration. Um, right. So he dies. The heroes appear uh, over a couple of mountains over. And Doctor Strange cries mm-hmm. a single tear. A single tear. He says, oh, Kyle. And uh, then we go to the next 
Yes, the next issue, issue. Which we won't cover too much in no. depth because Daredevil's work is done. He's only in the very beginning. The very beginning, yeah. Uh, basically, what happened. And this, this was kind of wild because I did read on. Oh, I re- yeah, I read the whole issue too. And just to quickly sum I it up. I think they just changed. They were just the, like, we're getting rid of a bunch of Exactly. Defenders. Because um, so Daredevil is being, you know, he's, he's. it looks like out of everybody, he's the one that's hurt the most, which yeah, I guess makes days. sense. He goes up. He doesn't really have any superpowers or whatever. No. But so he's in pain. So they're trying to help him off. And as they're helping him off and, they, and they're going away, Valkyrie ends up getting zapped from behind by this one lone guy who was one apparently centurion with a, a missile gun that that he had stepped outside, so he was able to survive the yeah. explosion. He finds another cha- somehow he yeah. finds another chamber that he's able to climb out right. from the exploded building, and uh, and uh, he pops up, pulls out the gun, shoots Valkyrie in the back. Yeah. Oh, excuse me, and uh, Valkyrie dies. Valkyrie dies, and yeah. and it's really sad, and they're all looking over her body, and then. And then, yeah, and that's where Daredevil's like, all right, guys, so uh, it was fun. I'm out. I'm out. I got my own book I need to do. Yeah. You guys have fun figuring out all this weird stuff. He comes stuff back briefly for a, a funeral, a double funeral. Yeah, the double funeral. So you have Thor. It was kind of neat. Like the funeral for Valkyrie brought in Silver Surfer, Thor, Thor. brought in Hawkeye. Uh, Power Man. Power Man, Hulk. Namor. Yeah, it was cool. Like yeah. everybody really liked Valkyrie. Hulk, yeah, Hulk jumps in. I like the fact that they're all like, what? The Hulk is here. Why is he here? And then they explain that he has feelings too. Yeah. So just, yeah, and, I mean, through the issue, we find out that Valkyrie's not really dead, be- dead because her body was, um, like, shifted into this body, so this or I guess her spirit, um, because she's her eternal. Her spirit possessed another body. Or not eternal. She's um, immortal. Immortal. And mm-hmm. she's immortal, so her, her, her spirit went into a new body. Yeah. So it was just this body that was destroyed. So her spirit is still free. So yeah. her spirit goes to Hellcat and is like, I need your help to go find my body and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So and, they're trying to summon it using yeah. a sword. And then the entra- the enchantress shows up, and uh, she's got this whole this whole ploy that she's doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's a fun little issue, you know, but... Uh, but yeah, I stopped reading. Oh, well... Well, it ends with uh, the, no. I didn't. I mean, I, I didn't read further on. I should say oh. not not because I wasn't enjoying yeah, it, yeah, yeah, but because it was like this is a Daredevil gotta, podcast. I gotta go back to Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot Let's going on there. in these. So moving on to the Fantastic Four, the Fantastic Four even I, shorter appearances. It is shorter appearances, but I actually really like this two parter. Yeah, this it, is it, we're, we're oh. deep into John Byrne land here. Yeah, th- this is fun. I I am really like the we haven't read very much Fantastic Four no. on this podcast. Um, you know, we've had a couple of crossover issues, yeah. which have been great. Mm-hmm. So um, every time I read the Fantastic Four, it makes me want to go back and read more because yeah. I, I'm like, there's they're so fun. And, and I was never that big of a fan of the thing. Uh-huh. I just wasn't because I never really. really yeah. I, I never, I know. I like, I never really read too much Fantastic Four. Everything that I did was sent was newer yeah. and uh, kind of center more on Dr. Doom because I'm a huge Dr. Doom fan. Yeah. But I didn't read any of the earlier stuff and I always thought the thing was a little bit on the like the corny side. Right. I, I started to like him when I read um Ultimate Fantastic Four uh-huh. when they had the when they did the Ultimate World or yeah. whatever. And I really and, I, and that's when I kinda, you know, like started to like thing a little bit more. Uh-huh. And uh but I don't know. Now I like him. Oh, it's weird. I, I've like, always liked I've changed. Him. I liked him because um, I, I used to read the old uh was it two in one that you did? Or? Yeah. Yeah. So I was always reading those and He's great in those. Yeah. Uh, th- so it's Christmas. It's, it's Does that mean it's another year? Does that mean? Yes. Oh. No, no, because we can, <laughs> o- we can only talk about when it happens in his own self-titled series. That's Because, right. you know, it's too much stuff. But, yeah, so the Fantastic Four is celebrating Christmas. And uh-huh. meanwhile, while they're th- celebrating Christmas, Terax is coming to Earth, and he's yeah. got an... In- this is what he wants to do. 
he's a herald of Galactus, uh-huh. and he no longer wants to be a herald of Galactus. So he's yeah. going to go to Earth, take Manhattan hostage, and try to get the Fantastic Four to kill Galactus. So yeah. that way he does not have to be a herald of Galactus yeah. anymore. Because Galactus hungers. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just such a fun issue because we get to see the Fantastic Four playing around, having yeah. fun. At this point, Reed and Sue have a kid. And, you know, it's just... John it's, Burns yeah. kind of in... This is when he's, like, a peak, I guess. This is... We have we have the thing, you know, making a big snowball. Yeah, having a snowball fight. And, 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 and knocking knocking people down. Is it and, the Yancey Street Gang? Is that them? I think it is, yeah. isn't it? We have... Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, no, it's not. It's just some regular stand-up. Like some... We have uh, Frankie Ray is in it. Um, <laughs> and, uh, Johnny Storm and, yeah. and Frankie Ray are together. They're going mm-hmm. to a to a theater to watch a play. Yeah. Uh, and then and, reality warps. Yeah, reality warps, and that's when we find out this whole ploy about yeah. how Terax is uh, takes man. Yeah, it's pretty Terax cool. hits the thing through the ground. Yeah, like through what is it? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, like nine floors of the Baxter yeah. building, just with one punch. And then the thing punches him and sends him through. It, five it is, it is such a cool fight. And and what Terax does is he lands on the Baxter building, and he literally with his. What is it called? His weapon? Do you know? I, I don't no know. Like so that. he takes his big axe weapon and yeah. he uses it, and he makes like one big gigantic swoop with it, and he destroys the top two floors yeah. of the Baxter building. Yeah. And then that's where. And then he, he cuts Manhattan from reality. Yeah. It's like a weird thing that he. And, and that's I, what happens I, is all the heroes. You see, you see the reaction of all the heroes. Spider Man Spider Sense kicks mm-hmm. in because he's, uh, it's gone crazy, and uh, Thor turns into Thor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Iron Man, Tony Stark puts on his Iron Man suit, uh, but Daredevil probably more affected than anyone because, mm-hmm. except for Spider Man, Spider Sense, he's going along and his own senses go crazy, and everything shifts. The the it's enough of a disruption to reality that like he senses a building and jumps for it, but misses and just about catches the ledge. What I thought was really cool uh-huh. was. This showed how powerful Sue Storm is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because during this whole time, um, the other three, uh, Mister Fantastic Thing and Human Torch, they go to the top of the Baxter Building to um, to fight Terax yeah. or to figure out what's going on, save yeah. the day, and they leave Sue behind. And Sue's sole purpose is to use her force fieldy type powers to make it so this. This big bubble that Terax has created yeah. remains visual to give it a, a to give it like appearance, so that yeah. way people can see it. Yeah, um, it's really strange. Because first, I was like, "Well, what's the point of that?" But then it comes into effect when the heroes are trying to save the day, yeah. and like they need to know, you know, where they're at, what they're doing. Yeah. And he actually lifts up Manhattan, mm-hmm. brings him into outer space. So the 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 bubble that Sue Storm is is creating does she have something to do with keeping all yeah. the oxygen in and keeping yeah yeah and pretty it's much airtight so. yeah it's like it's like an airtight um force field she keeps them alive around it and keeps all of manhattan alive yep and it, and she's really struggling through it and you know frankie ray comes up and checks on her and everything but so it's cool because galactus shows up right He's and that takes awesome. us that takes us to the next issue and mm-hmm. uh um, Reed was prepared, so everybody had their spacesuits on. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was it was a fun little fight. And there's only one part of it I don't like, which is the very end. So it turns out that uh, they make a deal with Galactus because Galactus has to. Um, uh, he's really weak at this point, yeah. so he's he's heading to Earth to um, to go after Terax, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, so he's super weak and uh, he uses all the power from his ship to be able to just kind of function. Yeah. And they get into this big battle and um, it turns out that, you know, they, they team up, they take Galactus down and Terax is like, what are you doing? You were supposed to destroy him. And, and uh, um, <laughs> it was so cool. So Galactus ends up falling, right? Yeah. He falls on the ground and almost he's, he's going to die. Yeah. Right. And this is what I like about it so much was Reed Richards is like, now hold on a second. You know, we can't let him die. Yeah. Uh, you know, we have to do something to save him. And everybody's like, are you crazy? Yeah. He's literally going to eat the earth. But uh, there's some deep, like, there's some deeper <laughs> meaning to why Galactus has to live. He's always lived. He's always yeah. Been there. So there's some yeah. like, elemental, or, uh, eternal elemental thing yeah. that he's involved in. But Galactus took out. I shall say, Galactus took out Terax pretty darn quickly. Yeah, he just said, he, "Yeah, you, he, you don't exist anymore, yeah. buddy." And then, and, and <laughs> they got and got rid of him. Yeah. And then now, and, and then at that point was when Galactus had to. You know, he needed more energy so he's going to feed on the earth yeah and that's when that's uh, when they took him out yeah they team up and took him out yeah and it was just cool that yeah it was a neat way they took him down everyone kind of helps out but it was cool daredevil pops up in this issue and the only time that he pops up is he's with spider-man they're like you know what spider-man we should probably stay back yeah. this is yeah, bigger than us. this is bigger than us <laughs> we're just gonna let the, the the you know the heroes with the real big superpowers let them take care of it and spider-man's yeah. like you know what that's a good idea. We yeah. should probably just stay back. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, man. Yeah, it, it was it, some some cool fighting. Yeah, the uh, thing gets to punch Galactus in the face. In the face, and that's what ends up knocking him down. Uh-huh. And he gets up, he gets up all the way up in the air to his face because we do the classic where Reed Richards stretches himself out and slingshots thing up yeah. into the air who punches Galactus and knocks him over. Mm-hmm. And because Galactus's um, energy and power was dwindling away, he passes out yeah. and he's on the earth floor. And at that point, what Reed Richards should have thought was, oh, great, let's make sure this guy's dead so he doesn't come back. <laughs> and, a, well, and, I was going to say he's a hero, but he's a scientist first before he's a hero. So, I guess so. <laughs> it was fun. It was good fun. Yeah. Um, and yeah, very brief Daredevil appearances, like yeah. I said, which takes us to his actual appearances in his own book. Right, classic cover, classic, the, very I, I, one of the first ones I remember getting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, it, it's the it's the gut shot, the Punisher gut shot cover, which I think I don't know if it's just the uh, yeah, it's Frank Miller did the cover, of course. If it's Issue one eighty three, one eighty three, yeah. And so this this starts that whole plot that we were talking about yeah. of uh, the June drugs. June 1982, the drug story. Yeah. It's the title Child's Play. Um, and it just so happens that the child that um, uh, that does it, has a drug overdose happens to be in the classroom where Matt Murdock is giving a speech on, I guess, lawyering? Yeah, I guess he's talking about yeah. lawyering. It's at a Catholic school. And uh, while he's there um, giving a, a, uh, you know, a career speech or something... Um, a young girl uh, imagines herself, Elizabeth O'Corran, uh, imagines herself being attacked by invisible snakes because she's ODing on PCP, on angel dust. Uh, she freaks out and jumps through a window. Um, we don't know how many stories it is, but she goes. it looks like she goes down a ways. Yeah, they kind of imply with the page layout, um, it's they like imply th- it's three stories. It's three stories, yeah. yeah. But it's not... It's not very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and she hits the ground and Matt does a quick change, runs out as Daredevil <clears throat> and says, I've got to get her to a hospital and 
carries her and runs. Yeah, and he, he can, believe, yeah, he would do that quicker than waiting for an ambulance yeah. to come pick her up. We and meet. He, we, can, he can sense that her heart rates drop in and and things are happening. Yeah. So we we actually meet a, a key character here, Coach Donahue. Yeah, Coach Donahue happens to uh, be the first to show. Well, maybe not the first, but he's there with a group of kids that are that are um, standing over the top of of her her body. Yeah. Um, on the ground, uh-huh. and uh, he has a little conversation with Daredevil, and and uh, Daredevil's like, help, or Donahue's like, help her, do whatever you can, and Daredevil's like, I'm going to take her. Yeah, and he says, call the M, call the hospital, yeah. and tell him I'm on my way. Yeah, and, and you can really tell, there's there's one panel that's a shot of Daredevil's face, and you can tell how like disturbing this is to yeah. him. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's really affecting him. So he takes the child to the hospital, and it turns out that... Um, they were not able to save her. Yeah. She ended up dying. Uh, maybe if they would have got her 10 minutes earlier. Um, so Daredevil is mad. He punches the wall. He's furious and automatically goes into, I got to find out who, how she got those drugs. I got to stop them. And uh, in the middle of uh, walking through the the hallways of the hospital, we meet another main character. Who ends up being kind of who this, the, this whole story yeah. focuses on, which happens to be her brother. Yeah, Billy. Yeah, and Billy, um, I don't know if he, I guess he ran away from school and it's like, where's my sister? I need to see her. Is she okay? And unfortunately, Daredevil lands at that moment when he pops in there. And so he tells uh, the boy the bad news. Yeah. And uh, I'm sorry we couldn't save her. And he's like, I'm going to, and Billy's like, I'm going to kill. Like, yeah, he says, whoever did that, he yeah, says the name. Yeah, the he guy. says the name. He knows uh, Hogman um, and, sl- and his slimy partners are the ones that are kind of dealing these drugs. Yeah. So that that gives Daredevil a clue. So he gets, Daredevil then gets into his detective mode. Yep. You know, where he puts on a trench coat and a hat, but leaves his Daredevil outfit yeah. on. Brings a satchel. Yeah, brings a satchel. And he's going to go find uh, information. Well, while he's looking for information, we do this quick little cut to the house of Billy and Billy sneaks in to his deadbeat parents. They're, yeah, this is kind of shocking because yeah. their daughter's just died. I don't, does it say that they haven't found out they yet? They have not found out yet. Yeah, yes. uh, but the dad's just sitting in front of the TV with a beer. The yeah. mom's shouting at the dad. Uh, he sneaks into the parents' room and he, he pulls out Billy their, does, uh, yeah. Yeah, Billy uh, finds their, their gun. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, you know, he's uh, dead set on vengeance. So he goes out and we see... Uh, um, uh, the guy that's been selling the drugs, doing the rounds, and no, uh, we actually don't. He's not there. We see his, oh, no, like, his assistant. His assistant. Yeah. His assistant is there. Um, which his name is um, uh, Joe Flap- uh, Hogman, Flapper. Joe, yeah, Flapper. Flapper. Yeah. So Hogman's assistant is Flapper, and Flapper is. Um, I mean, we'll just say this now. Flapper has been um, t- doing these deals for Hogman, but keeping a bigger cut he's for been himself. Doing, yeah, he's yeah. been, he's been, what do they call that? Slicing off the top or something like yeah. that. Like been, I don't know the drug lingo, Jamie. Yeah. That, that, that's your department. Sorry. <laughs> yes. I did some research on this. I took some PCP. It doesn't affect you like this. Um, yeah, he, uh, so he's going around and he's, he's taking a little slice off the top of the pie. Um, but we see a couple of, uh, we see these three junkies, that takes some drugs and it hits them. It's it's almost like um, uh, what was that? Uh, it, and this is Frank Miller as well. Uh, RoboCop Two. There's the drug that they take. Uh, nuke. It's almost mm-hmm. like Nuke, where they take it and suddenly they're like, "I've got super strength and I'm really aggressive." Mm-hmm. Is basically the effect that happens. Like one of them, you see him taking it and he says that all that matters is the dust and busting heads. Right. And that's when they see Daredevil in his, uh, in his with his satchel. Yeah. and his cap on and they think hey we're going to bust your head because we've taken the dust and that's all that matters is the dust and busting heads and uh, he manages to uh, avoid them they, they, they pull out knives and baseball bats he gets a punch in the face but he, he's uh, 
he's he's holding his own, but then he gets hit and he drops to the ground. And just when a guy is uh, leering over him with a baseball bat, he yeah. drops to the ground. And he sees a knife in the kid's back. There's a knife in the kid's back. And it's and the Punisher. It's the Punisher. The Punisher shows up. The Castle. Yeah. Frank hey. Castle, everybody, who... Um, I, this is weird because I I hate guns. I'm going to say that now. I, I'm, you know, I... I find them grotesque. I find the obsession with them grotesque. I find the use of them just horrendous because they are just horrible, loud, nasty things to me. And they're responsible for so many problems. But I've always liked The Punisher. <laughs> and I don't know why. I have no, there's no, like, I, I'm not one of those people who's like, yeah, I like vengeance stories. I think they're ridiculous as well. Um, but I've always liked The Punisher. I've always thought he's a cool comic book character. Um, yeah. And it goes against everything. It's, it's probably because he's one of the very few superheroes, although a lot of the superheroes now are like this, but back in the 80s and the 90s, yeah. superheroes did not kill. No. And he was really one of the only ones who did not care what happened to the bad guys. Yeah, he was presented as a villain in, in Spider-Man. Yeah. And then he slowly became like this this comic book hero. But he was unique. He was different because he he wanted justice. Yeah. He fought on. He fought not on the side of the law, but he fought on the side of the, of good. Yeah. His own sense of what was right. Exactly. But he only he would only hurt, and, and this happens in this fight. Yeah. In, in in this issue too, he only hurts bad people. Yeah. But he doesn't care if he kills them. Yeah. And and that was kind of neat because I mean, if you were to if you were to take all of the superheroes and throw them in real life situations, yeah. Punisher is one of the very few people. That could actually exist, yeah. Because there's absolutely no way that these bad guys would be able to survive these things, or or you know, superheroes would have to kill them. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he's, he's he's a very like a very simple design. He's got the big skull on his chest, um, and he just he basically runs in and very quickly makes short work of these guys. He's already killed one of them with a knife in the back. He he, you know, hits both of them in the face with a gun, hits one of them in the gut with a gun, and kicks him in the face, and is about to shoot him. When Daredevil picks up a trash can and throws it at him, and this was a little cheese ball. He just kind of like brushes it off and yeah, goes, he goes, "Oh, Daredevil, hey, nice you're to meet Daredevil. you." Yeah, I've heard of you. This is cool. What are you doing, man? I'm Punisher. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. does the Punisher ever refer to himself as Punisher? I think he does. Does he? I, when think, he, when yeah, I think he always does because it, they're, they're, I've seen there. There are later issues where he says, "You know, Frank Castle's dead." Oh, okay. I'm the Punisher. Okay, um, but the I this ties into him as well. He's incredibly single-minded to the point where it's absurd. Where it's like, no, this is, and he, you know, later on it becomes that kind of goofy. It's my mission. It's always like, it's my mission. I can't deviate from that. It's very militaristic, but I like how he's just like, oh, you threw a trash can at me, and rather than being like, we're gonna fight now, he's like, like a Terminator. He's gone through the program, gone Daredevil, good guy, and he's like, you're okay. <laughs> uh, Want to team up? And he's like, no, dude, you're killing people. So, okay, we're not team up then right now. I'll go back to killing. And he's like, no, you got to stop killing. He's like, no, I, I'm the, I kill. You good guy? <laughs> so he, he's a little smarter than that, though, James. He is a little smarter so than while, that. So while they're having, while this, this, is going on, yeah, they're having, they're having the, this little banter, yeah. um, the other guy who was trying to get away ends up Flapper. being, sh- yeah, Flapper ends up being shot yeah. uh, through the back. And obviously, Punisher goes to uh, look at Flapper. Yeah, and it's a great panel when yeah. he, he picks up. He just casually picks up Flapper's body like it's nothing, and it's like this beautiful silhouetted image, and Flapper's body's all limp. And while this is going, he, he basically says, "Ah, oh, he's been scragged. Somebody yeah, saved me the trouble. Somebody saved me the trouble." And Daredevil jumps up on top of the of the, uh, a nearby building where Billy 
is up there holding a gun that's smoking and he's pointing the gun down and uh, Daredevil says to him, you know, give me the gun. And Billy's talking to himself in this kind of crazed state where he's slightly in shock and he's saying, I wanted to kill him. I really wanted to kill him, but I couldn't. I fired over his head. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Then we cut to um, family court. Mm-hmm. Where we, uh, is that uh, Coffin, whatever his name is? Is that, that that judge? I don't know. It looks like him. I wonder if it is. So Matt Murdock is obviously, he knows that the kid is innocent because he can, yeah. you know, he can tell from his heartbeat and, or, yeah. you know, he, he knows he's not lying when he says these things. So Matt decides to um, defend him in court. Yeah. And um, the the prosecution is just like, you know, we're going to take this kid down. Yeah. Boy, they're kind of mean. They are. They're really mean. They basically said that he, he, uh, he acted with malice and uh, he planned it. So it's it's not like a, an accidental death. It's actually murder. Uh, this kid committed violent murder and should go down. And uh, and you know Matt says I have every reason to believe he's innocent. And uh, um, and he says he points out that the prosecution's trying to come down heavier on him to make an example of them. Yeah, for their own. And, and coach career. coach Donahue is there to also kind of show support for the kid as well. Yeah, and they basically say, okay, we're going to go to court. Um, the defendant is to remain uh, in the custody of Coach Donahue. Um, and they leave and he says, you know, he's going to go to trial. So Matt does his thing of becoming Daredevil and going to get the answers to find out what happened. And he goes to visit Ben Urich, who is smoking he, he, away. Yeah, he's looking for information about the Punisher because he doesn't know too yeah. much about him. Probably just read about him in the papers a little bit. Yeah. And um, so he goes to see him and he says, I'm looking for information on the Punisher. And, and Ben's like, are you crazy? That guy is insane. You're going to get killed. Uh, it gives you a quick rundown and says, you know, he's uh, he he's a killer. He uses guns mostly, but anything that works. And they say he never misses. Uh, and then it mentions that he escaped from prison or that he had the fight in prison where he took out 12 men, mm-hmm. which I can't remember if that is from his miniseries, the Punisher miniseries, no, or he, from uh, the he, Daredevil he, issue. It's from the Daredevil issue. Okay. Yeah, that's when he escaped. That was when a Turk in, uh, Turk in Turk's buddy. Oh, uh, what was his Gr- name? Grotto. Grotto, yeah. That's tried when to they, they tried the, to escape. But Grotto's like, I don't want to do yeah. this anymore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Daredevil leaves and he goes back to the, site, the scene of the crime. Yeah, and, and this tra- is kind of cool. Yeah, he does some detective work, which is yeah. always, I always love it when he does detective yeah. work. And he's looking um, for, you know, he goes, okay, so Billy was here, yeah. but the tra- the trajectory was up here. So yeah, he says this is fine. This is a, this is a good spot, yeah. but the gun is an old gun, and he probably it's a it's I think he says it's seventy five yards uh, minimum, and the gun was an old automatic, which was inaccurate, unreliable, and he's lucky it didn't explode in his face, um, and he would have been it would have been hard to hit a moving target, let alone any target. Um, and then he says, but there's a ledge, a higher ledge behind me. So he goes up there and says, somebody with a, te- a rifle and a telescopic sight would have a better shot. It would be unrestricted from this point. But I can't find any trace here. There's no trace of a gun being shot around this area. And then he drops down to a slightly lower ledge and is moving along and he finds a shell, a spent shell. And he says, this is weird because this spent shell was fired recently, but this angle is obstructed. This is a worse position someone shooting from here would have to would make the shot a lot more difficult and the only reason they would shoot from here rather than that high vantage point is if they had trouble climbing up that's the only thing i can think of is that they had trouble mm-hmm. climbing up to that higher that's spot some, that's some real good detective work yeah Jamie. 
Yeah, it's pretty smart. And mm-hmm. while he's doing that, suddenly the Punisher's beating up someone who is right. a uh, he's a junkie that lives up on the rooftops who um, uh, uh, Punisher's trying to find Hogman, who yeah. is the, the, the main uh, drug seller. Right. And he's beating the, this guy up and then uh, Daredevil intervenes by hitting him in the face with the billy club then jumping and kicking him in the face. And then they have this great fight sequence where they're kind of punching and kicking each other. Yeah. Daredevil throws the billy club out of the Punisher and, and, and just it, shoots it out. Of the yeah, air. yeah, it's kind of neat because the Punisher goes, he goes, um, there's no other way to deal with criminals. So so a Punisher is telling Daredevil, yeah. my way is a more effective way. And Daredevil is telling Punisher, no, you know, you, you, we, we can't take the law in our own hands. Yeah. We, you know, we can't take criminal lives. Yeah. And it's, you know, th- I mean, this this type of chit chat has happened a lot yeah. between different characters who have different motives or different ways of getting things done. Yeah. But it is classic Punisher and classic Daredevil yeah. of what they stand for. And it sums up, you know, the Punisher doesn't want to kill him ever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, look, you're a good guy. You can either join me or we're not going to work together. It's as simple as that. There's no like join me or die. And there's no, okay, we're enemies now. He's just like, well, this goes back to how the Punisher does not hurt good people. Yeah. He's just saying, you know, your options are simple. You can carry on doing what you're doing or you can come and do it with me and we'll be more effective. Yeah. So that's That's so cool. Yeah. I like that. Um, And then he, he's uh, Daredevil refuses and kind of gets into more of a fight. So uh, Punisher pulls out a tranquilizer gun and shoots Daredevil just to get him off of his back, Uh, beats up the junkie a little bit more just to, beat him up and then leaves um daredevil notices that his heart's stopping so he the junkie so daredevil yeah. yeah he runs over to the junkie member he's all dazed right now yeah. from the from the tranquilizer dart and uh the guy dies the guy no he doesn't die he oh lives. His, his his heart stops yeah his heart starts up again oh that's he, right yeah, yeah yeah he mentions that hogman is at Poppers, yeah uh, and he says okay we're gonna get you some medical attention then we can talk then we cut to Papa's. Oh, yeah, uh, he's yeah. He comes back on the yeah. This is the he's the in the jug- stand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they they, he, now, yeah. they they go to Papa's, which looks like a nice Greek establishment. Mm-hmm. But he's got a nice. He's got a super big, big subway sandwich, sandwich. Yeah. sandwich. And this is a great moment. Daredevil comes in and he says, uh, he says, you better lay off the carbohydrates. Hogman makes it hard to climb up rooftops. Know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You see, a big guy, you couldn't climb up on that. And then uh, he says, Flapper. Oh, I'm gonna. Sorry, my eyes are a little tired. Flapper was bleeding in. Oh, here we go. Flapper was bleeding your drug racket dry. He figured he'd cut you out. He didn't figure you'd put a bullet in his back. That was his mistake. Yours was being born. Oof. And then uh, Hogman says, "You can't pin that on me. I've got friends. Take him, guys." And the two muscle guys that are there just say, "I don't see uh, anyone there. Yeah. What are you talking about?" <laughs> and then he says, "I like this." He says, uh, "Gosh, that, that was." He so... says, I, "The only hero I see is the sandwich." <laughs> <laughs> So uh, Daredevil um, takes him, and then we cut yeah, to two it, weeks later. Exactly, and that same that same guy that Punisher was, was yeah. beating the crud of on the roof ends up getting on the witness stand yeah. and, and explains about you know Hogman and, yeah, and, he and says, his involvement. Well, he doesn't say he doesn't say he he says I couldn't see clearly who it was, but I know that Billy fired a gun up in the air. And that there was someone else there with a gun, with a right. rifle. But I couldn't tell you who it was. Exactly. And that's so, enough to get Billy off. Yeah, so Billy um, ends up get going free. Uh, Coach Donahue's there. And, yeah. you know, the kid hugs Matt. They're all super happy. And then they're going to arrest yeah, they're Hogman, gonna, Hogman. Because they have him. They suspect that it was him, it, it so was they're going to investigate. And this is the part that me and Jamie were talking about at the yeah. beginning of the podcast. So Hogman goes, no, wait, 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 hold on. You're making a big mistake. I didn't kill Flapper. And then Matt does a quick turnaround. He's like, yeah. oh, crud. His heart, 
It's not jumping up and down. Yeah. He's telling the truth. He's oh telling no. The truth. So we find out on the next on the next little page here before this uh-huh. issue is over that uh, it's, it's a cool little sequence while the Punisher is just working out, getting all yeah. Buff, this is incredible. While he's listening to the TV, and on the TV we find out that Matt Murdock, even though he found out that the kid was innocent or helped prove that the kid was innocent, yeah. has now decided to represent Hogman in court. Yeah. To, to help him get free of the charges because he did not kill um, Flapper either. And Punisher, we just got a look on his eyes. Like, He's just like it's like, are, are you kidding me? Like, why do I have to do this? Yeah. And then before this issue's uh, over at the very end of it, um, we get a nice little scene with Matt and Heather. You remember Heather, right? Yeah, yeah, Heather. Yeah, she's the short-haired lady that Glenn Industries, Heather. And um, so, she hasn't been around for so Heather's while. saying, like, look, I think the board of directors is trying to take the position from me. Matt's like, look, let him. Let him. Yeah. Don't worry about this entrepreneurial life. You don't need to do this. Let me take care of you. He's kind. Of, this is. <laughs> he's he is not nice. No. These these. And this these comes to effect. This comes to effect later when yeah. Foggy is talking about with the things that Matt is doing to Heather. Heather. Matt is sort of in a way manipulating Heather. He's nagging. Yeah. To to try to convince her to get rid of yeah. um, the business. Don't worry about that. Don't Come worry with me. your pretty little head over yeah. it kind of thing. Like, I, I'm going to need you. And at the very yeah. end, uh, he proposes. And yeah. it was almost kind of like an ultimatum, but a little bit. It is. It's, he basically says, yeah. he says, like, you, you haven't got the head for business. Yeah. You're not that smart. You're just... Uh, However... And, and she says, you just think I'm a silly girl. And he's like, nope. But you, if you marry me, you'll have a reason. You'll, you'll have a purpose to life. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's so horrible. I can give you purpose, Heather. Yeah, it's so horrible. Yeah. It's like the worst. I and I, I, I'm sure there's be, there's more examples of him being completely horrendous to to the women in his life. I mean, and there's countless examples, but this one, I just was like, he he's had a breakdown and he's just being a real jerk to her because he's he's really mean to her anyway. You know, he just sees her as like this crazy girl that he likes having around, and it's kind of handy. And then she breaks up with him, yeah. and then she comes back. But but she is sort of <coughs> she's. She is a little on the crazy side. She is, but and, in, and in these think, issues and the previous ones, she's needed his help more yeah, than anything. To, I, yeah. And he's just just like brushed her off because, you know, Electra. So that takes us to issue 184. Yep, no more Mr. Nice Guy. And this is Jamie's first ever Daredevil issue. This that, is the first issue of Daredevil yeah. I read. Um, you it's know, a, it's, it's a, a striking cover. Yeah. It's is Daredevil pointing a Magnum 44 or something at the uh, at the reader at the reader yeah yeah and uh and it opens with hogman dining on some fine spaghetti mm-hmm. uh he is he's chowing down but he's in the sights of the punisher mm-hmm. the punisher has him locked there's a great um i don't know if you read it sorry this is a complete digression there was a story in um oh, i'm blanking on the writer's name uh, it was a, a more recent update of the Punisher, not the most recent one, but maybe a couple before that. Um, and it starts with him using a like a supersonic rifle uh, pointed at uh, um, uh, Norman Osborn. Oh, really? And he's like a mile and a half away. Mm, that's cool. But he's using this like super telescope. Um, it was really, I, I really liked it. And he's got this this bullet that he's like he's worked out exactly when he's got to get there, and he's worked out like the. The, how far he needs to be so that the, I think it's the sentry is working for Norman Osborn. So he has to be a certain distance away so no one can detect that he's going to do it. And he's, it's, it was cool. But this is, uh, he's a lot closer in this one. He's yeah. only a couple of buildings over. So Hogman is eating spaghetti. Spaghetti. And he's he's happy. And, and the people are saying like, what are yeah. you smiling for? You're going to court. You shouldn't be this happy. And Hogman's like, I got this hot lawyer. 
this yeah. uh, you know this, this, this hotshot lawyer, this, this guy, guy, this guy, um, Matt Murdock. He's gonna get me out of, out of here scot free. And so, as Jamie said, we got the Punisher on a couple rooftops over with the with yep. the, with the um, the spy rifle, um, you know, pointed directly Telescopic at him. Telescopic sight. And right before he shoots it, what happens? We have an awesome page, an awesome panel. Yeah. And by the way, this is the last issue that Frank Miller's credited as writing or as drawing. Excuse Story me, is drawing. Um, Daredevil comes in and stops the Punisher right before, and uh, they have a little fight on the rooftop. And it's Pun- pretty short. Yeah, and Punisher leaves, and he even goes, "You're a good man, Daredevil, but not good enough." Yeah, he yeah. shoots, he shoots yeah. his gun so that it hits some a chimney behind the Daredevil, yeah. and the chimney collapses. So it just buys him enough time to get. And away. even Daredevil himself, he goes, "You know, like all right, so." At least I was able to upset the timetable, and you know, I for the moment I've I've saved Hogman from yeah, the Punisher. That's the important. Thing. So that is the most important thing. And then um, after that, it cuts to uh, uh, Glenn Industries, and Heather is being forced to sign these things. And and once again, she's signing over the company to be controlled by the board, basically. Right. Yeah. This very suspicious guy. Yeah, is saying uh, just sign there, good girl. Good yeah, girl, good girl. Good girl. Good girl. Good just girl. Sign it. Is that Mister Spindle? Is that his name, or is it? Um, I can't remember. It even says be. like like because uh, Heather's even telling this dude she's like she's smart. Um, Mr. Spindle, she's saying, I'm I'm here for the duration, yeah. no matter what you or Matt says. And then so Mr. S- Mr. Uh, Spindle's like automatically jumps on that. Oh, Mr. Murdoch agrees with me, huh? You should step down. Uh, and uh, so he he likes that. So he he likes this. Uh, he goes, how wonderful, my dear. Um, and then she spots something called Atreus Plastics. Yeah, what is this Atreus Plastics? Um, um, uh, one of those more obscure accounts, to be sure. Yeah. Uh, nothing that you need to worry your pretty little head about. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. so horrible to... Poor Heather. She doesn't get a good send-off either. Yeah. Um, so She's probably... I'm going to be honest with you. She's, she's definitely... Up to this point, you know, for almost for the first hundred and eighty plus issues, yeah. she's my least favorite of mass love interests. But they created it. They could give her a little more. Sure, I, they could. They could treat her better. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. I'm not saying that she's treated well. No, she's just sort of my least favorite. Yeah, I'm not into the. You know, she's all about the party, the image, and everything. Yeah. And what's and, the guy that she keeps calling up to date? Actually? Oh, Federico or, 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 or uh, Ricardo, Ricardo or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Ricardo, uh, take Ricardo. me away. Yeah. <laughs> Um, anyway, then we cut to uh, criminal courts building. Matt's giving a speech to yeah. the jury, and he mentions that he says, "Oh, you know, I love this part." So, like, kind of similar, like the the, the, the detective work yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has an idea, yeah. And Matt leaves a little um, a little clue out there, a little, little nugget. Uh, yeah, he leaves a little nugget, and he goes, um, "Within the next twenty four hours, I will, will receive evidence that the true killer, as a man who masquerades as a solid, respectable cinnamon or cinnamon citizen, and who." And whose position, and and uses his position to administer narcotics to young children. So what he's doing is, is he's saying, I have the, I have intel that there is a person that I'm going to be able to, you know, prove that they within the next 24 hours I can prove that they have been giving narcotics to kids. Yeah. And uh, so he's saying that so people hear it. So he's trying to yeah. get somebody to come to him before that happens. Yeah. and it, But he's also saying, you know, at the same time, he's saying that he's, his client is innocent, but this is all part of it. He's just trying to piece everything together so that he can do his daredevil thing as and, well as doing his math thing. And then right after that, we have a shot of Coach Donahue, Coach who, Donahue who looks a little like, nervous. And we even have Billy behind him saying, Coach Donahue, what's wrong? 
and and he and Coach Johnny, he was like, uh, nothing, uh, Billy, no, uh, nothing, nothing at all. Um, then we cut to the offices of uh, Nelson and Murdoch, attorneys at law, and they're waiting for a phone call. Um, and this was the phone call that Matt was waiting for. Yeah. He th- he threw out that little uh, that little yeah. nugget, and he's waiting to get this this phone call. So that way, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, and while he's waiting, uh, Foggy and uh, Becky are gonna go and get some open pit barbecue. Um, and he's waiting for the call. He, he says, you know, I ran a bluffing court today. Um, the Grunter case, Hogman, <clears throat> pretended I had a little evidence when all I got is a tip. If I'm lucky, I've put a scare in the real killer and he'll, and then the phone, he, he, he notices the phone's about to ring before it does. And uh, it goes, and, and they keep doing this throughout uh, Miller. Everyone's run. They always have Foggy going, it's weird how he is able to sense things. And it's almost as if, Anyway, let's go how, get some food. How the <laughs> heck could he sense that the ring was the phone was going to ring? There's a slight uh, there's a slight electrical buzz that goes down the copper line before the bell rings. That's what activates the bell is an electrical. Yeah, but a fraction of a second. Yeah, but that's all Daredevil needs. That's like yeah, he but, lives. But, he lives in that fraction of a second, Joshua. Okay, I apologize, guys. So, yeah. anyways, so uh, who so calls? The, it's, it's, it's not the person that he's no. hoping that calls. It's Heather. Heather, and she's distraught. She's like, what are you doing? Like, Matt, Matt, I need to talk we to you. We need to talk. We need to talk. And, about and, us. and Matt's like, look, Heather, I, He's like, That's great, I need this phone line free. I'm waiting and, for oh, a hold call. on a second. Got a call coming on the other line. Matt, hello? And she, and she puts him <laughs> on hold. He and, puts her on hold. Sorry, yes. He puts her on hold, and, and then Heather just gets furious. She goes, put me on hold, will you? And she storms off. Yeah. And while she storms off, Matt is talking to Coach Donahue. And he's like, hello, Mr. Donahue. Yes, I've been expecting your call. Yes, I know exactly what you've been doing. Yeah. Pushing angel dust is hardly acceptable practice for a great school athletic coach. Imagine how Billy would feel if he knew that, you know, you're responsible for his sister dying, blah, 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 blah. And then uh, they agree to meet in the gymnasium in one hour. Yeah. And then he he uh, calls, he picks up uh, Heather's call again, but she's gone. She's gone. She's gone. So when Matt shows up in the gymnasium, Coach Donahue took like some... like a wild animal. Yeah, he took some of his own medicine. Yeah, he took and, some PCP. Uh, like, yeah, and Jamie mentioned that this particular drug makes you, like, roided out, like, super like strength and yeah and uh so they get into a little fight and daredevil's able to take him down pretty easily yeah um well he's he's dressed as matt but he realizes that the guy's so high that he wouldn't even know so he puts him into like a a a, a, a choke hold with his legs and chokes him out um and he says he says something's something's wrong here yeah he goes i didn't figure the coach for a user and even if he is why do this to himself just when he needs his wits. Yeah. So Matt deduces that somebody else juiced him up. Yeah. So great. The story, the plot thickens. The plot thickens. We cut to yeah. the uh, the junkie that gave the uh, the evidence of the other rifle shooter. Yeah, think, yeah, the person that uh, the yeah. Punisher um, beat up on the rooftop. And he goes to uh, Hogman. He's like, I need some more heroin. Hook me up. Hook me up. Yeah. And Hogman's like, um, well, I guess I could do, but you have to do something for me. Um, what does he have him do? He's like, you need uh, to tell the judge. Me, uh, you need to tell the judge you were lined and you were yeah. stoned when you said that it was not Billy. Yeah. 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 He basically wants to make sure no yeah. witnesses. Um, so he gives him pure heroin, which uh, kills him instantly. Yeah. Um, and says, you know, ha ha. It's weird how the pure stuff kills them, but 
when I give them my junk, they can use it forever because I cut it so yeah, much. Yeah, he cuts it, yeah. A, a dirty dealer. We cut back to the court. Uh, they get Hogman off. There's no... Oh, this is this is so... This there's, is, no, there's not enough witnesses, so yeah. Hogman's off. And then uh, Billy's there, and he says, Matt, if Hogman didn't kill Flapper, who did? And, and Matt says, I don't know Billy, but the law will find him and punish him. It always does. And that's when Hogman comes over, and he says, I'm off the hook, right? There's no chance of a retrial. He says, okay, well, I might as well tell you I'm as guilty as sin. I know. I, lo- I like that <coughs> panel. Like, the way that Miller drew it, too. And yeah, Klaus. they get closer it, and closer uh, oh, yeah. on their faces and, and so that you see the, the like, the, just the venom that Hogman sent. But this just like shows you the type of person that Hogman is. Yeah. He just, if that was me, yeah. and I committed a crime and I got off, yeah. the first thing I would do is not confess to my lawyer that I did it. Hey, good, great work. I did it. Yeah, but Thanks. but that just shows you, you know, how crazy yeah. he is. Then he slips a couple of twenty dollar bills into his thing and says, "Here's a little something extra." Um, I'll be honest with you, they're they're probably not. Tw- oh, look, I'm zooming in. They're fifties. They're fifties. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess twenty dollar bills. This is the eighties. Maybe if this was the seventies or the sixties, twenty dollars would fly. I like twenty dollar um, bills. So Billy storms off, and of course Daredevil is ticked off. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Matt's ticked off. So he quickly changes into yeah. his Daredevil outfit, and he's his shadow looms large over Hogman. Mm-hmm. He swoops down and he says, "Do not even try to run." He grabs him and he says, "Hi, hey, I want to beat you senseless. You're a pusher, a murderer." You've tricked an honest man into helping you, driven a weaker man to near suicide, convinced an innocent child that there's no law, no hope. And uh, Hogman says, you'll do nothing to me, Hornhead. I've been reading about you. You're a nice guy, a regular bleeding heart. You wouldn't punch out a guy just because you feel, feel like, especially a guy with such a delicate heart condition that he needs a pacemaker. The devil bounces off and he's like, that's uh, the pacemaker. (laughs) The bloody pacemaker again. And bounces away. Um, Then uh, we see... uh, I mean, do do any of you out there, any of the listeners think that Daredevil would not have known that he had a pacemaker? I've been told that they tick. I've been told that they, especially the older ones used to go... Even if they didn't tick... It wouldn't matter because he can recognize people by their heartbeat. Yeah, so he would, he would be it able to tell it's a robotic and, yeah. heartbeat. Yeah, but this is a great uh, sequence. What happens is that uh, Hogman gets called, and he's uh, who's call- it doesn't say who calls him, does it? Uh, oh, Billy O'Corran says he saw us off Marky, and he wants money. He wants a payout. Billy Billy calls uh, Hogman and says, "I saw you kill the junkie, the the, the junkie." You're going to pay me off, otherwise I'm going to the cops. This is the little kid? The little kid, yeah. That's Holy what, so, Toledo. So he jumps in the, yeah. his car with Smitty, his, uh, his driver, and then Daredevil gets to the parents' house and he says, uh, what is happening to the Ocorans? And they say, Billy's run off with the gun again. I think he's going to kill someone. So we have the two people being drawn towards Billy. Billy's walking down the street with a gun. We cut to the school playground and Billy's there pointing the gun at him and says, uh, you may have got off in court but it was your dust that killed my sister, and I'm going to make sure you pay, Hogman. Oh, I love this part, Jamie. Yeah. I love this part. Ugh. And then and Hogman says, you know, I wouldn't even bother trying. I've got Smitty here, and he, Smitty's so, uh, pointing a gun at, at, at Billy. So obviously Billy is is very nervous. He doesn't yeah. want to kill. He, his, he's shaking with the gun. Yeah. So Hogman is pretty easily able to go up and grab the gun from the kid. And well, ru- yeah, no, but he, he doesn't grab it at first. He's, he's standing there, and Smitty's about to shoot him, and then he spots behind him is mm-hmm. the Punisher, and Punisher does one of the cleanest kill shots, I think. Uh, he basically shoots Smitty straight through the heart, instantly mm-hmm. killing him, drops him to the ground, and that's when he grabs the gun. And he yeah, he the grabs the gun. And he, and grabs, he grabs Billy as an, a hostage. 
Right. And he says, take a walk, Punisher, or a waste the brat. Oh, <laughs> I Punisher, love this. The Punisher just Punisher shoots him, just shoots in him. the hand, yeah. then in the knee, uh-huh. and he drops to the ground, and Billy does a little yippee. And, and, <laughs> and I love this part. So after the Punisher saves Billy, and I, and I love it because this is how the Punisher works, Jamie. Yeah. Like, he's not going to, like... There's no talking. No, there's no talking. He knows he's like, he, no. boom, he's a boom. killer. He knows how to take care of yeah. it. And after he does that, he's got the gun up against his face. Yeah. And uh, Punisher says, go home, child. I'll finish this. Yeah. This is so awesome. Yeah. And then Punisher's like, or and, and then Daredevil, Daredevil shows up. No. He goes, no. And then they get into a little fight and yeah. you know, it goes over some teeter-totters. And uh, Daredevil is able to um, actually Is that get- what you call them? Teeter-totters? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, welcome we to America. Them, we call them seesaws <laughs> where I come from. Uh, so the teeter totters, uh, they do a little fight off of the seesaw teeter totters, <laughs> and uh, uh, one of uh, um, a Punisher's guns ends up getting. Uh, f- he, he empties a gun shooting yeah. at him, and, and uh, so he just throws the gun and pulls, it, out, uh, pulls a out another gun, one. Yeah, and Daredevil says, uh, "You're not scaring me, Punisher. I've done my homework, and I know you're missing me on purpose." You've killed dozens of criminals in your time, but you've never harmed an innocent. You won't kill yes, me. Yes, it's so cool. And he says, I show you once before. He says, sure, but that was, but that was a tranquilizer. He's using real bullets now. So he puts the gun down and says, okay, a truce. I'll I love with this. Hulkman later. So Daredevil picks up the gun, uh, picks up uh, the gun that Billy had. Yeah. He picks up the gun that Billy, Billy had and points it at, 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 at the Punisher. It says, you're going, you're to, going jail. to jail. And then, I love this, the Punisher looks behind him and goes, you wouldn't dare. And then, kablam! Yeah. He gets and, shot and in the shoulder. And Daredevil shoots the Punisher in the shoulder. Yeah. Had, has Daredevil shot anyone before? Uh, yo, uh, yeah, I feel like he has. Uh, I can't remember who now, though. I think he's used... Um, uh, not necessarily... He shot a Zeppelin full of people. Um, with a gun? Yeah, it was with a gun. Oh, okay. There's a, there's a great sequence. This is jumping way ahead, guys. So, you know, you can come back to this one when we finally get to the uh, Chip Zadowski issues. But there's a great sequence in issue five, I think, Boy, of The Punisher. That's a long way from now, James. Or four. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we'll get there. Issue uh, a four. four. It's issue, F- I think it's issue four. Four, I think, yeah. <coughs> Sorry, excuse me. And uh, The Punisher and Daredevil are talking. <coughs> and... Uh, the punish uh, Daredevil basically says, "You have no idea how affected I would be with a gun. You have no idea what I could do with a gun because I can sense every point. I, you, you think you're good with a gun? I would be unstoppable. <laughs> unstoppable. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Um, so he shoots him in the shoulder. Um, Billy goes and picks up the gun. Points at Hogman. Yeah. He it's, isn't that crazy. Billy picks up Punisher's gun. Yeah. And and points it at Hogman. He's going to shoot. Punisher's him. probably quite happy with that. He's yeah. Like, he's like, oh, he's like, kid. he's like, do it, kid, do it, kid, do it, kid. So Daredevil does the classic talk down. No, yeah. Billy, you don't want to do this. Don't throw Punisher your life away. Made, on the other shoulder, yeah. guy. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to you know think about your future. You got to give law you know g- give law the chance to yeah to 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 do this. Blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, of course, he ends up uh, choosing not to do it. We cut to days later. They're back in court. New evidence. New evidence finds Hogman guilty. Hogman goes to jail. Um, uh, So we have a a little ending shot where Matt and Billy are walking down the stairs and they're talking. This is kind of heartbreaking as well. Yeah. Because you think about it, it's like, well, justice was done, kid. Sister's still dead. Yeah. Sorry about that. And he he talks to him and he says, you know, that, that... humans are evil and weak or they can be evil 
and weak. Um, the only thing that stops us from killing each other are the rules and the law. We've got to stick to them. They don't always work, but mostly they do. It's all we've got. And oh, Billy man. just says, yeah, I guess. Look, I'll see you around, okay? And he walks off with his shoulders. But, but you know what, though? Like, that's... like. That's that's the the classic de, 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 um, debate debacle that that yeah. people always deal about. Like, should superheroes kill supervillains? Yeah, and you know, you that's why Superman and Batman for so many years were considered, you know, like, the, like they don't kill. Yeah, they, they do not kill. And Daredevil doesn't kill, even though he's thrown a million people off the <laughs> off of buildings and through windows and and everything. But yes, the Punisher does kill and. Uh, Mr. Mr. Fantastic should have killed Galactus, but that's yeah. that's my only point right there. Yeah, but he probably ran the numbers and said, you know, a, I, a billion people yeah. or Galactus, uh, a billion people. More. I'm excited to talk about uh, next episode. We're talking about the um, uh, a, another contest of champions one. Oh yeah, and I'm excited to talk about that because I I really liked the um, uh, the Grandmaster in it. Grandmaster. No, but I, yeah, but I like I like the way that, that uh, they portrayed him in this comic yeah. book, and mm-hmm. it, it, it was super. Anyway, sorry, yeah. I thought about that right there. Yeah. Okay, so um, uh, so we it, have a little uh, epilogue. Yeah. Do, do, do. We haven't had one of those for a while. Uh, we did last, epilogue. except for last issue, with oh. the with the proposal. Oh yeah, we did, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, we haven't had one of those in, Since, in an issue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this issue, yeah. So uh, Glenn Heather goes to puts her security card killer and says she's a, a, a Glenn industry. She's going through. She yeah. looks up what is Atreus Plastics. Answer Atreus Plastics, aka Gabriel Plastic Manufacturer Plastic Specialized. Question: What is their business with Glenn Industries? Manufacture plastic high intensity explosive. Purpose undetermined. I just want to say uh, before we go to the last issue, we're going to talk about. Look at the computer. That Heather, it's a great computer, that, right? that Heather is typing this information yeah. into. It looks just like one of those. Um, if you go to an arcade, yeah, one of those those arcades, one that, of the sit-in arcades, the sit-in arcades that yeah. you sit in that encloses you yeah. in, and, and uh, you know, this is it shakes, those, it this shakes is one of those a little computers bit. This like War of the World <laughs> style, where you yeah. can ask it questions mm-hmm. and not get like, uh, um, like if you ask Siri this question, she'll say, uh, "I can't really help you with that." Um, have you considered? using Google and changing the way you ask questions. But this computer can answer any question, apparently, except for <laughs> what the, ter- the the purpose of the explosives are. Yeah. Cut uh, to... Yeah, uh, issue 185. 185. Um, this is the first issue... It's ish- a fun cover. Uh, it is, yeah. This is the first issue that um, Miller does not draw. Yeah. He's only the writer on. Yep. Um, and what I was excited about <clears throat> uh, when, when I read this, because this is only the second time I've... No, this is the... Second or third time I've I've gone through. The, I know I've read the the Lecter story three times. Yeah, or, or the whole run with yeah. Lecter. But I don't know if I kept going the second time. Okay, yeah, because it's kind of a it's, yeah. it's kind of a second splutter of Lecter. So it's like a, the, right the, that world comes back into it. In yeah, a, in but a, but but anyways, um, I was excited when I picked this one up again because. Um, this story is coming from the perspective of Foggy. Foggy, yes. Yeah. So we and have a cute little e- prologue. Yeah, and but we haven't had one of those. We haven't. No. So, um, but what I liked was um, Frank Miller did the one that came from the perspective of Ben Yurick, which was yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. Then we have issue one eighty one, which came from the perspective of Bullseye, Bullseye, which is one of my favorites. And now we have the one that comes from Foggy's perspective, which is one, of, which is which good. Has a lot of questions. It has a lot of questions, <laughs> but. It's not one of my favorites, no. but there are a couple of really. It is. I love some of the things that Foggy does in this book. Yeah. The, the, you know, when you think of Foggy, 
you think of him as being the sloppy kind of yeah. the friend that's always tripping over his own shoelaces. Yeah, you forget that he used to be the one that used to throw the first he, punch. A yeah, <laughs> and he and he does some quick thinking in this issue, which yeah. I actually really like. There's one huge question, which we'll get to when we yeah. get when we delve into it. One glaring question, in fact. Uh, we start off with Daredevil, and he says, "Hey, uh, hey guys, I'm Daredevil. Hey guys, I'm the crime yeah. fighter Daredevil. I'm yeah. in pretty good shape, and I'm yeah. blind. And I'll tell you what I can do. Uh, here's a quick uh, two panel overview of my history." And he says, uh, but you all know that, you know, I'm Matt Murdock. I, I lawyer as well. Um, just uh, not many people in this side of the comic know that I am both people. Uh, so keep it quiet because... Uh, yeah, he says this, this story is coming, coming from Foggy. It's coming from Foggy's perspective. So, Daredevil, so, so please so. don't tell him. So shh, It's kind it of secret. fun. It is. If I would have picked this issue up in 1982, yeah. I would have been like, you know what? Huh, this is neat. Yeah. This is funny. So we have, uh, it's Heather. Heather walks into Foggy and says, hey, Foggy. Uh, and I love the way that Foggy talks in this yeah. one. I'm working late on a stack of red hot uh, depositions. It's, it's very uh, of Raymond a, uh, Chandler yeah. narration. When the scent of $200 an ounce perfume sneaks into my nostrils, I look up. And there she is standing in the doorway like a deer caught in the headlights of an onrushing U-Haul. She's this Heather is, Glenn, my best friend's girl. This is, uh, <laughs> this is Miller doing full Sin City, pre-Sin City yeah, stuff. it's fun. Foggy, it's, that's it's pretty me, fun. Franklin I like Nelson, it. attorney. Um, she says, oh, I'm just visiting. I haven't seen Matt since Wednesday. I'm in trouble, and I need some help. And she's uh, and Foggy says, you know, I can help you. And she goes over about what the explosive. She says, you know, something's going on at the company. The board of directors are trying to take it away from me. And I found out that they're involved in something criminal. They're making explosives. And the computer won't say what for. I can't help you with that. Yeah. So um, and he says, I, have you told Matt? And he says, I can't. He's And Matt comes in and they have a little moment. And... Uh, you know, Matt brushes her off completely and says, "You know, oh, yeah, uh, let's uh, let's talk about getting married. Don't worry about all that business stuff." Uh, he says, "Hey, you've been crying," and uh, Foggy quickly covers. Says, "You know, it's not crying. She's been sneezing, hay fever. Anyway, uh, yeah. me and although me we and, know that yeah. Matt knows what's going yeah. on, which is he's, you know, he's heart beating all yeah, over the place." Yeah, yeah. Um, but and he says, "Hey, anyway, me and Heather haven't caught up in months. We're chatting, so uh, see you around." And they walk off, and Matt's like, "Hang on a second. So he dresses as Daredevil, goes up and listens in when they get up to uh, Glen Industries, and they're going through. And we find Mr. out that Spindle or yeah. whatever his name is, Mister Spindle. Yeah, we find out that, that she signed the paper, so there's yeah. nothing they can do. Which was the papers she was desperately getting, trying to get Matt, Matt to, to go look over. at. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was like, "I don't have time. I'm mm -hmm. I'm moping about my dead ex, and yeah, and uh, don't worry your pretty little head about it." Um, so basically, she signed over the the running of the company, and it's nothing to do with her. And they've kind of kicked her out. And Heather keeps saying, "You know, there's something not right here. He's he's up to something rotten." Um, uh, he, and, and Foggy says, "You should call the police." And she says, "No, my father put his whole life into the business. I've got to make all of this come out okay. I won't go to the police. And I can't go to Matt either. He'll just tell me to give up. He doesn't know how much this means to me. I guess I'll just have to investigate myself." And he says, that won't work. We can't have you going around. We can't have Spindle. It's probably having you follow. Go home. I'll take care of this. Yeah, and, and uh, Foggy's, he goes, you know what? I'm going to go look under all the red tape. I'm going to do all the necessary legwork here. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to get to the bottoms of, bottom of this. No ifs, ands, or buts. Yeah. And then on the next page, they have a little sequence where he's trying to get it's all great, this yeah. information. And, and each, each bubble starts with if. 
and in butt yeah. or, or consecutively. So, yeah. so he, he goes to the Bureau of um, Industrial Statistics, the yeah. Commission on, on Corporate Practices, and the Department of Public Assess and, and um, Assess and Research. Yeah, and, and uh, the red he, tape is following yeah, along, and he's like, he's not able to um, find any information. I did notice that he cusses here. He does. It, yeah, and and it's bleeped out. If you take a look at the oh, top yeah, panel, he he's that's the first time we've seen that in yeah. anything that we've read thus far, where they where they have had a character cuss and bleeped it out. Yeah, it's it's kind of used as a joke here, so it's funny. <coughs> but yeah, that's the first time that this yeah, has happened. They use that that comic yeah. symbols thing, which I always forget the name of, but there's a definite name for the yeah. And then so we have the. So he says, "I'm going to go. I'm going to go and um, work undercover on this one." Yeah, and uh, and that's what he does. And he goes to the, all the shady bars and stuff and tries to find he all goes the to information. Talk to people and they're just like, "Nope, yeah. get out of here." Yeah, no None one your no, business. No one takes him serious. And then he has a run in with our buddy Turk. Yeah, and Turk sees something in this guy. Because it just so happens, uh, uh, no, this he goes, is it's he, slaughter. He, yeah, he slaughter. slaughter. Yeah. yeah, he goes to talk to Slaughter. He says, "Why are you asking questions?" Yeah, and uh, Turk says, uh, "And Turk's trying to get back in on the gang." Right. Basically. Yeah. He's like, "Look, yeah. you know, the kingpin won't let me do anything. Come on, I can join your gang, and gang so, again." And so this is great. So while Foggy is there and getting, uh, so we have we have Mr. Slaughter, we have uh, uh, Foggy, and, and and a goon who's going to beat Foggy down. Yeah. And Turk, and they're all talking in the room, and it looks like Foggy's done for. And then all of a sudden, a red hat comes into frame, which we know is Daredevil's hand. Yeah. He turns off the lights, beats the crud out of everybody. Yeah. At the, and and actually, Foggy believes he's doing it because he's yeah. like, I've just you know like I, either he's I'm dead or I'm gonna stop it. Yeah. And at the very end, Foggy turns on the light, and all the bad guys are beaten up except for Slaughter and Turk. Yeah. And Turk's like, Turk's oh, like oh, oh my, my God, goodness, this guy's tough. He, this guy's tough. You and took says, all those people he out. He says his name's uh, Nelson Guts Nelson. Yeah, Guts Nelson. It's a great. It, just, just before <laughs> this happens, he says, he, "Like Slaughter comes over and goes, what What are you doing? Like he's been knocked out and he's coming around and he says, what is what What's your story?' And he goes, uh, "Name's Nelson Guts Nelson. I understand you're into bombs and I want his, I want in. See, and Slaughter's just like kill him. Yeah." <laughs> And uh, uh, so, so, so yeah, the, it, but but he does get one one good thing in. It just uh, he's being held up by a guy who's going to shoot him, and the lights go out, and that's when he pokes the guy in the eyes. Yeah, he did get he so, did get one one thing in. Is, but but Daredevil took everybody Daredevil down. Daredevil took everybody else. And out. and right right before, uh, as um, Turk is about to kill him, he realizes, you know what? No, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep here. Guts here is the kind of guy. He's got brains and muscle. Probably got money too. All he needs is a vision. Vision, vision I, I got. And we have a shot of Daredevil with his hand on his forehead yeah. like, don't. Like, like, oh, my uh, goodness. Are you serious? What have I done? So Turk basically <laughs> says, I'm going to work for Guts Nelson. And then yeah. uh, he says, uh, I've got this somebody. This is great. So, so they, sorry. So they go around to different places. And, yeah. and uh, 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 Turk's trying to help him get information. And Turk is, in turn, using uh, guts to try to get him, you know, higher up the ladder. Higher up the ladder. Mm-hmm. And Daredevil is just following them as they go because he's being the good friend. He's like, I gotta keep, you gotta make sure I gotta keep watch on Foggy. And then we cut to he basically takes him to Kingpin. To Kingpin, and yeah. Kingpin, and he says, and Kingpin's following a thing where they're they're doing something. They're gonna blow up a ship. Mm-hmm. Um, so Daredevil hears this, Daredevil and so he this. leaves. So, so he's, like, I've got to go get he, a ship. Stop the yeah. ship from blowing up. He, he's and left Foggy. In the hands of the kingpin, kingpin. unattended with yeah. Turk, you know. like this cannot end well. No, and no, no. And he no, says, no. Uh, "Stay your business. I have no time to waste." Is what the kingpin says as soon as he walks in. 
And while this is going on, he's listening to a radio that's talking about like how the bomb's just gone off. And one bomb's gone off and, and Kingpin says, no sign of Daredevil. And he says, no. He says, okay, proceed as planned. And Turk says, I'll keep it short, Kingpin. Kingpin says, that would be wise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you've, you've been tapped for a top hitman ever since uh, Bullseye snuffed that lady assassin. Um, you was using and got busted up himself. I figure you're looking for a new man. He points at uh, Guts Nelson. Mm-hmm. And then we have the top of the page shows Daredevil going in where there's boats. Uh, the explosions yeah. are going on with Once these boats. One of the great, uh, great panel layouts here. Yeah. yeah, the top half of the pages are Daredevil beating the crud yeah. out of um, the people that are trying to blow up the ship. Yeah, and they're and, trying to steal something as well. They're yeah. trying to get something off of one of and the And then ships. down below is the Kingpin dealing with fog. Yeah, and, and he's also listening to yeah. the reports coming mm-hmm. in that's saying there's no sign of Daredevil. And as soon as they put the report in, Daredevil knocks out five or six people. So King, what ends up happening is, is that we find out that the first Kingpin is thrilled that Daredevil didn't show up. Yeah. And then we find out that Daredevil showed up and uh, because all of a sudden Kingpin's trying to reach the guy yeah. and he can't reach him. And then uh, I love this moment. I love it. So so um, Kingpin goes, you're bluffing guts. I'm going to, like, you're no concern to me. I'm going to have you killed. Yeah. He, and meanwhile, uh, Kingpin's still trying to reach this guy named Flitch, who is his contact over at the docks. And then, and then we have Silent Page where... All of a sudden, uh, a key, uh, I just want to say a key component happens where there's some radioactive material that yeah. ends up uh, going off and, and exploding near they, Daredevil they, yeah, the in the water. Yeah, the people that are fighting in the, on, on the boat but, with, the, the, with Daredevil throw a crate at Daredevil, yeah. and he catches it and falls into the water. It drops to the ground. The crate breaks open, and an isotope, something floats out from the crate, which gives a blast of energy. Mm-hmm. And then it says danger, radioactive materials, and we see him floating right. away. So Flitch finally gets on the radio, and, and uh, Kingpin's like, what happened? And Flitch goes, Daredevil happened. Uh, he got that isotope he was after. Uh, they're both in the drink now. And then so Kingpin's thinking about, okay, so it was Daredevil, da-da-da-da. So he ends the call, right? Uh-huh. Uh, and then uh, he goes, Flint, come in here, bring your gun. He's like, we're, you know, we're going to take out Guts here. And yeah. then all of a sudden, um, Daredevil picks up the communication device and right before Kingpin is about to have Guts killed, yeah. which is foggy, uh, Daredevil goes, don't mess with Guts Nelson. <laughs> he goes, five words, Kingpin, and I'll only say them once. Don't mess with Guts Nelson. Yeah. And then P- Kingpin's eyes go all wide. It's so hilarious. Yeah. And then it's says, so uh, cleverly plotted and put together. Yeah. This little sequence I really like. So ultimately... And then he says, uh, he says okay, Guts, let's talk yeah. about your employment. Yeah. And he says, okay, We'll talk Monday, and he yeah. says, "Nope." Kingpin says, "No, now. we're gonna talk now." And, and then, then I love a foggy. You know, he's got the cigar in his mouth. Foggy and he goes, grabs Kingpin cigar, yeah. puts it in his mouth, and I says, know. "I said Monday, Kingsy." Yeah, and he says, "Seems you're forgetting something, Chubbs. I got me dead and right, right in my pocket, pocket. <laughs> and like the man said, don't mess with me." Blows smoke in his face. Oh, Kingpin gosh. starts to choke him, gets angry, drops him to the ground, and says, "Monday." Then I uh, love it. They love walk it, out, it, and they it. get, and they're getting onto a plane. Yeah, uh, basically him and Turk getting onto a plane and he says, why are we going to Chicago? And he says, you know, I've got connections there, Turk. Um, I want to, you want me to be your main man or, or not? And he says, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll go along with whatever you want. But I'm just like <laughs> curious as to, he goes, okay, cool. We're going to take off. Uh, he says, hang on a second. I'm just going to go to the bathroom. Walks this away. is foggy. Yeah, F- foggy leaves to go to the Turk's bathroom. sitting in there. He's smoking a cigar and he's like, yeah, this is going to be great. And he says, hang on a second. The bathroom's that way. And the plane takes off with Turk on there and Foggy walks away with a <laughs> smile on his face. No more fat snails. Now, it's great fun and that whole yeah. sequence with the, with the Kingpin is great. Uh, but 
the kingpin ordered Electra to kill Foggy Nelson just a few issues right. ago. So yeah. that was that was my one problem with this was that it's right. like you don't recognize Franklin Nelson. You know who he is. Yeah, of course You've he does. Yeah. You've gone in to ask him to work for you. Come right. on. <laughs> I know, I know. But it is goofy fun. It is great. Yeah. And the whole sequence of the fight on the on the boat, the dockside thing is really well done to have mm-hmm. that going on at the same time. So it's kind of you know, it's 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 kind of goofy fun and it's almost like the kingpin's just kind of going along with it almost for a like a, all right okay i'm kind of distracted maybe that's it maybe it was distracted but that is how it ends yeah that's how it ends that is it that's it that's it thanks for yeah. listening guys yeah, yeah this is good. <laughs> um anybody still out there hello, hello, hello. <coughs> yeah no um they're, they're a fun couple of issues they seem yeah. really weird they seem really out of place after the last run of issues but i still you know there's so much great stuff still in there there's the yeah, whole it was the artwork fun. is beautiful and it's it's fun seeing uh daredevil and punisher together yeah Th- that, that was fun i really like the two-part fantastic four which we never even said the numbers it was fantastic Four 242 yeah and fantastic Four 243 yeah and it was defenders 106 and defenders 107 we need to do a better That's job right. of actually saying the numbers for those yeah i'm so listening sorry along. everyone if you were yeah. scurryingly trying to find those issues while we were talking and talking and we appreciate we you we appreciate you i know Fa- fantastic four is fun it's a fun one. I I recommend reading it, and I and I like seeing Galactus and Terax was fun. Yeah, he's and, always good. Yeah, it, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? What do we got? Oh, uh, we 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 got an email from uh, uh, Jennifer Christian, and uh, she was very complimentary about the the series, uh, the podcast, which was nice. Uh, but she also mentioned that, um, uh, and I didn't even know this. Uh, in a previous episode, we've been using a word that is a derivative of a racial slur, and I had no idea. I didn't even know how the word was spelled. This is how ignorant I was, and um, we apologize. That's never our in- intention. Mm-hmm. It was a, a, a word that was casually used um, and had no idea of the the uh, the history, the the uh, what's the word? I can't think of the word for a history of a, of a word. How, I don't know. Funny. But uh, the et- etymology or entomology, one of them's insects and one's words. Um, so we're, we're really sorry if we offended anyone with that. That's never our intention to um, to cause offense or use words that could be uh, considered offensive. And, you know, stuff like this, it's always good to have people that are listening let us know because mm-hmm. that's how we learn. That's how, um, that's how you learn and try to change for the better. And, you know, words are very important. Use of words are very important, especially in this day and age where there's so many so many people ready to be hateful and use words to, to create hate. And that is so counter to what we believe in and what Daredevil mm-hmm. believes in as a hero. You know, these are these are these are heroes that we're covering in these stories and they, they try to do what's right. So thank you, uh, Jennifer, for for trying to make us do what's right and uh, be very aware and uh, if we slip up again in the future with any words then uh, then by all means let us know and if you're enjoying the show by all means let us know. yeah both uh, kinds of emails are very welcome yeah no it was a very it was a very nice email yeah, and very was, complimentary so yeah. we appreciate it thank you yeah we always like it when people are listening yeah it's great yeah and uh, on that note we are going to say goodbye yeah goodbye and uh, right. next ish, next. I always say, anytime we say yeah. issue, I'm issue episode. I next, s- I episode, slur all my words, Jamie. Yeah. 
No, I don't even know if people know what I'm saying. So. <laughs> uh, next episode, we're going to be covering, as Joshua mentioned briefly, Contest of Champions, a mm-hmm. three-issue miniseries, the first Marvel miniseries ever. That's considered the first? That's the first Marvel miniseries. Um, what was the... Oh, what was the Contest of Champions before? The Contest of Champions was a one... It was a giant-sized Defenders special. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, and we're going to cover 186 to 189 of Daredevil. Uh, 186 to 189 is fun. It's, um, you know, the isotope that that comes into play, The uh, what happened with that, and we get to see... There's a little bit of deconstruction from Miller at this stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes fun of Stiltman a little bit, which mm-hmm. Stiltman is good. It was it was kind of neat yeah. though, a little but it's bit. Kinda, yeah. But it's kind of but but at least he ties it in with Turk, right? Um, so we have a little bit of Turk Stiltman, the, the short-lived reign of Stil, of Turk Stiltman, <laughs> um, and then we see the return of Stick, yeah, and Co. Um, so and we won't say who because you have to listen. But there's the return. Of another one of your favorite characters, though very brief. Yeah. One of your favorite, I guess we'll say, supervillains. Yeah. 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 We will talk about him or her. We will. Next episode. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We yeah, appreciate you. you. Yeah, we're at, we're all over the internets. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and the listenings of yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> services, uh, Spotify's, and the, the I was going to say Netflix. We're not on Netflix. No. No. <laughs> One day, we're One nowhere day. near Netflix. Yeah. We are on uh, iTunes though. So there yeah. you go. There we um, go. Thank you. Yeah, um, thank you. I am. I am Joshua. I'm Jamie. And we, we just, just did Daredevil. Daredevil.